The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hello everyone, this is Linda Ockwell-Jenna here from Motivational Steps with another Motivational Moments podcast. Today is a very special day for me because I've reached my 100th podcast and to celebrate that I thought I'd interview two people, two different business owners and I hope you enjoy the podcast and I'm looking forward to another 100 podcasts. Hello everyone, this is Linda Ockwell-Jenner here with another Motivational Moments podcast. And this evening, I'm delighted to be interviewing um, Nelson Dunk, who is the um, producer-director at Skylight Productions. Hi Nelson. Hi Linda. So how are you today? I'm doing great today, how are you? Uh, well, I'm very, very happy that you um, agreed to let us um, interview you tonight for Motivational Moments podcast. And I'd like you to share with um, our listeners a little bit about who you are and what your business is all about, please, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Um, well, as you said, uh, my name is Nelson Dunk, and uh, I am producer and director at Skylight Productions. Um, and what we do is we do uh, video production, but specifically we're aimed at uh, clients that want to do something uh, a bit more creative, something that's going to really uh, catch the attention of their uh, of their target market. Um, we like to tell stories, and whether that means we do it through uh, motion graphic design or animation or live action video, uh, we are able to do kind of any of those things uh, in order to tell an interesting story uh, to communicate a message from our clients to their their customers. Wow, that sounds fabulous. Well, I've actually um, only known you a couple of months. I do believe that you and I met um, through LinkedIn. We did, yep. And um, you can tell how excited I was to meet you. I think I immediately invited you out for coffee. (laughs) You did. (laughs) And um, I think the thing that really struck me was you were very, very passionate about your business and your offerings. So what gave you the idea to go into this kind of business? Well, I mean, I um, I started in the not-for-profit sector, um, which was which was fantastic. It gave me a great opportunity to learn. I was able to help some um, some nonprofits create some videos communicating what they do and um, what what they do kind of behind the scenes for their donors. And uh, it really gave me that background in being able to craft a story and to just kind of. Uh, put the pieces together in a sense, which is which is a big part of of making movies, right? Is mm-hmm. um, trying to put all the pieces together. So um, basically, uh, through that, I I started ma- meeting some corporate co- corporate clients that wanted to do the same thing. They had a, a message that they wanted to communicate to their their customers uh, in an interesting way. Um, so it kind of almost created itself in a sense. So I just I had a demand for people that that wanted to start making videos in this particular way, and I just kind of started rolling with it. And that was a few years ago, and I guess here I am today, just keeping on doing the same thing, just trying to continually make better and more interesting videos, uh, things that are are uh, catching the attention and, and are are well made is really my my goal as well. So let me take you back in time to high mm-hmm. school. Yeah. So when you were attending high school. Was this an area that you were really interested in, or what, what were you interested in when you were at high school? Um, well, you know, I, I started making movies when I was in high school, but uh, I honestly didn't really see it as a, a viable job uh, in the sense I never really, honestly, didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I more did it for, for fun. It was a bit of a hobby of mine um, in high school, and then went off to university and kind of in university where I started uh, picking up more and more paying jobs. Um, when I realized there's a there's a need for this and um, and uh, I really enjoyed as well um, just working with clients working with people and figuring out how we could best communicate what they wanted to communicate so it was more it was it, for me it went beyond just you know grabbing the camera or sitting down and editing but it was also the the front end work of 
talking with, talking with the clients, figuring out what, what is it that they want to do. I enjoy learning about other people's businesses, how they run them, uh, kind of the behind the scenes. And, and so I've kind of pieced all that together into making the video. And, and that's the really enjoyable part, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, jumping from, from high school to today, um, uh, it really was almost a, a natural thing. It almost created itself, really. Well, that, that sounds so easy. I think we're all we'll all try and try and emulate <laughs> you, but in reality, it's not that easy. Is it? I mean, no. for a start, you said you you had some corporate clients very early on, but I mean, how did the corporate clients get to hear about you? What did you do to get your name out there, kind of deal? Well, I was I was a bit lucky in the in the beginning stages because I was working with nonprofits uh, and their videos were going to a lot of corporations. Uh, my work was naturally being seen. Um, so it kind of started off a little bit of word of mouth uh, in the initial stages, but I kind of reached a point where the word of mouth really was only getting me so far from these, these few jobs I had done. Um, and so I had to really kind of start almost being a bit more proactive on it. Um, so a big a big part of my next step, my big jump, was to uh, to do some online marketing, and specifically LinkedIn, which, as you said, Linda, you and I met that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have met uh, a number of people uh, in our area um, through LinkedIn, just basically connecting with people that that are in my similar groups or know people that I know, and if they accept my invitation, I'll just email them and say, "Hey, can we grab a coffee and just find out each other, about each other's businesses, what we do?" And uh, and that that's been great. I, I I really enjoy, and it sounds cliche, but I really enjoy that part of the of the actually building a network. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just about followers on on Twitter. It's not just about the number of connections I have on LinkedIn. I'm trying to get to know these people so that I can uh, better help them or they can help me, you know, vice versa. It's kind of a give and take that way. Um, so, yeah, I've met, I've met people in all sorts of businesses, all sorts of industries, and um, sometimes we meet and they have needed my services and sometimes they don't. And we just have a, a, co- a great coffee together and kind of talk about business and, and move on. But there's always something I can learn from these people. Whether, whether I end up, you know, doing work for them or not, I, I still I'm end, up, end up learning something. So it's always beneficial for me. That's wonderful. So what kind of um, businesses typically come to you? I mean, um, are you asked for all different kinds of videos and is there ever a time when you kind of get stuck and say, I have no idea what you're talking about, I can't help you? <laughs> I mean, how do you work out which would be a good client for you kind of deal? Yeah. I mean, as far as the kinds of businesses, um, all different kinds of businesses I've, I've done work for and, and like to do work for, um, uh, you know, any, anything from the, I've done work in, like I said, non-profit, but also, uh, in the financial sector, um, the oil industry, um, I'm doing uh, a couple things now for some, uh, some construction, uh, companies, um, in the education field, there's, there's a number of different industries that I've been involved with. And, and again, um, because of the kind of work that I do, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy working with a lot of different kind of businesses. So as far as the kind of business, not really. Um, the, the biggest thing I would say uh, is uh, businesses that I, that I want to work with are the ones that are looking at doing something creative, something that is pushing the boundaries a little bit. If they, if they want to kind of do same old, same old, or uh, do something that's, in my opinion, boring, it doesn't excite me. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really, ultimately, it's not going to get the best work because it's just, it's just run of the mill. So, and do you for the most part, do you, sorry, but do you no, sometimes have to kind of suggest to your client that their ideas are not going to work because you've you've got a better understanding, or do you always try and work with your clients' ideas? Uh, well, I'll definitely always try and work with my clients' ideas. Um, I sometimes I have to have those frank conversations where I say, you know what, that's not really going to work in in the way that I think you think it is. How can and so the conversation then becomes, how can we take what you're trying to do and do it in a in a in a way that's going to work? Um, and that's kind of the initial stages. The first number of meetings that we have is is just hammering out the idea. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can communicate something, and I strongly believe that how you communicate 
is is uh, just as important as what you're trying to communicate. And a lot of times, um, people are just trying to take everything that's in their brochures and in their on their website and cram it into a video. Uh-huh. And you're not leveraging the medium really that way. So a lot of times, I'm I'm able to, uh, in a sense, educate the customer and say, okay, here's what we can do uh, that's going to actually be more effective than just throwing information in. I mean, the thing with the video, whether it's uh, you know, on TV or on a website or whatever, is people have the ability to click away from it, right? Mm-hmm. They can turn it off or turn it to something else. So what are you going to do that's going to keep them watching to the end to get your hook, to get your action statement, whatever that is? That, that, so, that's really good advice too, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, so I, I, that, that, that's uh, a big part of, of the initial stages. Um, and really, it, it sometimes seems a bit tedious and there's a lot of back and forth really trying to hammer things out. But in the long run, um, it ends up saving a lot of time and a lot of money because we know what we're going to get before we even get into it. Um, everyone's on the same page, and I go to very, very, uh, a lot of uh, um, trouble to try and make sure that mm-hmm. we're all on the same page, that we, before we even pull a camera out or anything like that, we, we know what we're going to get in the end. Yeah, so basically that sounds excellent. Now, if you hadn't have gone into this kind of work, mm-hmm. What do you think you'd be doing now? Do you, do you think you'd, you know, still be working on something creative or doing something completely different? Uh, no, I, I definitely think I'd be in, in some kind of creative field. Um, I enjoy part of what I enjoy about the job is 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 creating something out of nothing. Um, that's why I say I enjoy those initial stages because it's really it's a challenge to try and come up with something new, something fresh, not just the same old, same old. Uh, at the same time as well, I enjoy um, the variety. I like coming up with something different for each different client. So um, if a job drags on too long, you know, it's hard, okay, let's get on to the next thing. So in the creative field, when you're creating like that, it's nice because oftentimes you're, you finish a job and move on to something else and it's just something totally different. So, so I enjoy yeah, that part of it. What do you think you'd be doing, though, if you weren't doing the videos? I mean, artist oh. or actor? I mean... Oh, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I guess. I guess if I had the, if I had the the proper training, I'd uh, maybe go into graphic design uh, or or something like that. Uh, I mean, I guess it's somewhat related. But um, now, do you find it tough? I mean, you are a small business, and I think small business to, businesses today, especially in Waterloo Region of Ontario, mm-hmm. where we're both located, small businesses keeping the economy going we're doing an mm-hmm. awesome job but again we all have challenges in our small business it could be having no budget having you know not not realizing how to network properly um mm-hmm. what's a couple of challenges that you have encountered whilst you've been growing your small business um well i mean one of the one of the biggest things uh in and I, I guess i can't speak to every small business but in my situation is balancing out doing the work with growing the business uh-huh. um, because once I once I get a job then we have to we have to make the movie right so uh-huh. um, and that can be a very very taxing process it can be long long hours sometimes at weeks at a time so at that point uh, you know am I being able to balance that with also still keeping up with the networking and the marketing and and trying to get the get the next job and, and work on work on that and that is a challenge um, that I know I, I've talked to a few small business owners and that's that's often the case is there's kind of that that growth step of you like doing the work mm-hmm. but you also have to grow the business and we have to try and balance those two things out and be able to do both and really what I found works for me is is leaving that time so when I'm planning out my week or planning out my month even if I know I have a big job I'm going to set this morning or even this whole day aside mm. to make sure that I'm still focusing on those uh, those fundamentals and focusing on the business and making mm. sure that work gets done. Um, otherwise, I'll finish this job and I won't have another one, you know. So, <laughs> so do you think um, you're at the point now where you need to, to either outsource work or, or hire people? Yeah, I'm definitely getting to that, to that place. Uh, and that's another challenge as well is, um, uh, and you, I mean, you're catching me kind of in the middle of it is, trying to measure out and, and make that smart decision as to what do I outsource or if I do bring someone else on, what kind of work do I give them? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, especially in, in, in video production, what ends up happening is uh, the guy that starts the business 
um, does it because he loves making movies and then ends up growing the business and not making any movies. <laughs> so that's part of what I'm trying to balance out is I enjoy the work, so I don't want to stop doing that in order to, to just run the business side of things. That makes um, sense, yeah. Yeah, so yes, again, it's a, it's a balance. You have to kind of see, I, I, I believe you have to kind of play to your strengths and what you're best at. And if you're great at running a business and great at growing a business, then, then do that and bring people on that are able to do the work and get the work done or uh-huh. make the sales or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you're great at you know, creating the product or whatever it is you do, then bring some, get some help on the administrative side or the, biz, or the marketing side or whatever. Yeah, I really agree with that. Um, I haven't read the whole um, story, but I glanced uh, at something written about Steve Jobs today and, and the new mm. book that's just come out. Mm-hmm. And I read the bit that said um, he wasn't interested in making money. It was all about the product. Yep. But I guess that's how we all start off. I mean, I'm very passionate about my business too. But eventually, I don't know about you, my expenses became so much. Like, I have my hair done every week. I have my nails done. I like to dress a certain way. So I soon had to start thinking about how I could make money in my business. Yeah, oh yeah. um, This is where, yeah, in your case, I guess you're going to bring on the admin people or the, you know, the marketing people and you're going to continue to work on your strength, which is brilliant. Um, we were very happy, um, the Small Business Community Network, which, as you know, is my other business, when you came on board as a vendor at the App Marketplace Conference. It was great. It was a great experience. Well, to be honest, um, I, I do trust my instincts, and I instinctively knew from the very beginning when I met you that you were not only passionate about what you did, but you were very good. And then when you agreed to, to video the conference for us and showed us the, the video, um, Dave and myself were quite overwhelmed, and we've had such a great response from that video. Oh, great! Um, and again, you know, you 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 portrayed the conference exactly what it was, and the vibrancy and the excitement, and how people mm. enjoyed it. So that gives me a taste for what you offer your other clients. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really excited about your future. So a question, one of the questions I love to ask people I'm interviewing, well, there's a couple, but this is the first one. If there were three tips you could offer to small businesses that either relate to your particular business, they may want to come into your business, or just three tips in general for small businesses, what would those tips be? Oh, great question. Um, I think... I guess one would be, um, I guess know, and this is going to sound really obvious, but um, know who your know who your targeting is, know who your market is. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, it's easy to get lost in the opportunities, and there's a lot of different opportunities. Um, you know, and, and I could take any job that comes along. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem I found, and I did that early on, just to kind of get work. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem I found is I was never making what I wanted to make, and then I couldn't show off the stuff that I was making because I didn't want to say this is what I want to make. Oh. If you if you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I would try and get these more creative jobs, try and get these ones that that really stirred passion in me. Um, but it was hard to get because the ones I was getting were the boring ones, and then I yeah. didn't want to. <laughs> show those in my in my reel because I would attract more of the same. Uh, so anyway, I kind of when I started uh, saying no to things and really, really kind of pushing the 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 envelope a little bit with my existing customers and saying, you know, what can we do that's going to you know take a little bit of a step out that's going to get you noticed, mm-hmm. um, and and kind of started honing what I wanted to do and therefore the customers that I wanted to to attract. Um, I found that I was starting to, to kind of get the work that, that really excited me, which gives you motivation to keep on going, right? So I guess, yeah, the first one would be really kind of know who you're going after. And, and as tough as it is, especially as a small business, um, really try and be picky as to, as to who you're going to work with. And I guess, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's a bit more uh, in the more service-related um, than product. But mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so that would be one. Uh, the second one would, I guess, repeat what I already said is, is – Play to your strengths, you know, figure out what, what you're good at in the area of business um, and offer that to your clients. And if you want to be able to offer more, then bring on people that, that are strong in those areas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a number of businesses, again, in my industry that uh, what ends up happening is, you know, the, the, the guy who starts the business brings on uh, freelancers or interns and the quality of the work goes down because the, the best guy to, that's going to be able to give the best quality 
is the one that's out running, trying to run the business and trying to get the customers, which ultimately then your product suffers. So you don't have great, in my, again, in my business, you don't have great videos to show because you're, you're farming that out to people that aren't as good. Mm -hmm. So you have to try and again, look at that next step and and how are you going to do that the the best? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, who do you bring on? Who do you, but again, you have to try and to play the people's strengths. So, uh, if you're going to bring somebody else on, make sure they're going to be strong at what they're doing. Um, you know, there's a there's a time and a place for interns and and things like that. Um, it's just tough as a small business because they're going to be end up doing a lot of the work. Um, and then you're, you you got to watch that your product doesn't suffer. Okay. Um, and I guess this the third the third thing I would say, uh, and and this is just from personal experience, is figure out in in a, in a marketing sense figure out where your customers are. Um, for me, LinkedIn was and continues to be a huge uh, networking resource uh, for clients because my clients are, my clients are businesses. Mm-hmm. So that's where business people are. It's on, and, in, uh, on the internet anyway is, is LinkedIn and the, and the social network. Um, I also had great experience at, an, at a few networking events, again, uh, for business people. So um, not only does it help me learn, but it also helps me expand my client base because I'm going to the place where the business people are. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so many meetings down, again, in, in Waterloo, down at, uh, at the Communitech Hub uh. and up at the Accelerator Center because it's just collections of businesses. That's where these businesses are, a lot of startups uh, and people looking to, to start marketing materials and things like that. So I spend a lot of time there because... Mm-hmm. That's where that's where clients are. So uh, it can be tough. Uh, in my case, I, I found it was a little easier to to figure out you know, where where are business people hanging out and, and make sure that I'm there to meet them. Okay. Um, and so that can be tough. But yeah, I would say figure those, out where your clients are. Those are three really good tips. Now the next one, the next question: is, <laughs> What do you see yourself doing in five years' time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you see yourself doing in five years' time? That's a tough one, I guess. Yeah, that is a tough one. Um, I mean, my my goals are to uh, to again keep on honing in the, the stuff that I'm doing uh, and continually doing uh, putting out better and better products. Um, I want to be you know creating creating videos for you know larger clients, people that have a have a larger budget, so we're able to do a bit more. Um, but I also want to continue to, to be able to, what I feel I do now is um, take clients that have a smaller budget and be able to give them that creative edge and give them that level of quality that is usually only available to the large budget clients. Um, you know, so I, I want to continue to be able to do that as well, to be able to uh, be able to do a, uh, work with a broad range of clients. Um, yeah, I'd like to be able to expand for working uh, maybe on, on uh, films and TV shows and things like that. Um, uh, just kind of expand that side of the production, and um, yeah. That sounds wonderful. I'm so yeah. happy though that you're going to keep your feet firmly planted on the ground because you are very much like me and Dave, and you do love community and you love giving mm-hmm. back. So once you do start hitting the bigger clients, you know the clients who can actually pay more money for your services, that mm-hmm. does enable you, like it does Dave and myself, to offer to help the smaller businesses. Maybe exactly. not, yeah, maybe not at the um, the fee that we would normally charge. But if we always remember where we started, and I, I I'll never forget when I first went to my chamber of commerce network meeting all those years ago. Nobody knew who I was, and I wasn't dressed, you know, the way I dress now. And I couldn't understand why no one took any notice of me. And then I started building my brand and getting to know more people. But to be honest, I didn't have a lot of people helping me. Mm-hmm. And um, sadly, I have discovered that unless you, you know, you do build towards your success and you do get to know a community of people you could be on your own and nobody ever offers to help you absolutely so I never forget how I started and where I started and the people who helped me and I perceive you and I are on the same you know wavelength there you will also yeah continue to give back and I find it very sad sometimes when I see some successful people who forget where they started Mm -hmm. and um, it's, it's a lesson to be learned by everyone so um say for instance a business will come to you, a startup business, and they have no budget at all. Would you offer them some tips on how they could maybe do this kind of work themselves, even though it wouldn't be quite as professional? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've had a couple of meetings like that with, where, um, I mean, the thing is I'm, I, I love video. I love the, uh, I love the production of it. I, I love doing things well. Um, and there are some quick and easy things, especially nowadays. You know, I, I, I remember I, I posted a little while ago online, um, just a discussion about, um, you know, how nowadays the, the need for these bloated production budgets from from video production companies is, is totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people have the tools already mm-hmm. to be able to make decent video and, um, you know, the majority of digital cameras nowadays. Or I've seen amazing footage coming off of um, iPhones. The, mm-hmm. the new iPhones have great cameras on them and, you know, you can plug a microphone in them and get some good quality sound as well. Uh, web, HD webcams, you know, if you wanted to do some kind of a video blog yourself, um, there's a lot of a lot of different ways that you can, you know, talking with a professional uh, about the concepts of how to get good video um, mm-hmm. and good sound. There's a lot of ways that people can do things themselves, and in, and in some cases, it's unnecessary to have a production company come in and, mm-hmm. you know, shoot your uh, your blog while you're shooting at your computer. You don't you don't need that. <laughs> yeah. You can you can get a good quality mic, get a good quality camera, and and do it yourself. Um, and so I, I, I've had a couple conversations like that where it's just, they flat out just don't have the budget and that's, and that's fine, but there's a lot of different, a lot of different ways. I think I just posted a, a blog entry about that actually as well. A couple tips for if you're going to do it yourself, how to, how to do oh, it well. Oh, was that, that was excellent. Was that the Telus Talks Business one or was yeah. that another one? No, that was on Telus Talks Business, yeah. That's fantastic because that's going to help so many people. And we've yeah, all been, so. yeah, we've all been in the same boat, haven't we, where we couldn't afford an accountant or we couldn't afford yeah. a videographer. So listen, I'd love to share with our listeners um, your website information, how you can be contacted, um, any information at all you want to leave with us. That would be lovely. Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, my website is uh, www.skylightproductions.ca. Um, and uh, I have uh, some samples of my work on there as well, uh, linked to my Vimeo account. Um, so please take a look at it. And, and I always I always say I want my work to speak for itself. So if you see stuff on there that you like and that you'd like to get done, then by all means contact me and we can, like I say, just sit down and have a coffee and talk things over and see what see what, uh, see what what's possible. Um, you can also just give me a call if you're in the area, uh, 519-574-0018. Uh, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, it's just Nelson Dunk. That's me, N-E-L-S-O-N, Dunk. Um, absolutely connect with me on LinkedIn. Please do just search for Nelson Dunk Skylight Productions. Um, yeah, I love, I love, I love LinkedIn. I love meeting people through it. So, um, yeah, I guess I think that's, uh, all the ways you can email me, Nelson at skylightproductions.ca. Um, even if you have a couple questions or comments or anything like that, um, yeah, I'm open to just talking to people. I love, I love people. I love talking to people and and uh, connecting that way. So. Yeah, that that is definitely that is definitely you. So yeah, um, I guess we've we've um, did we did we stop you from going to the community tech event tonight? Because I know Dave's there. Um, I saw Dave there. I was. Oh, you, I, I was at the hub. That's good. You managed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love interviewing people, but sometimes if they, you know, if they say yeah, yeah, and then I realise I've stopped them going to some great event, I feel I feel really bad. I think we're very lucky to be living where we live in. Um, we live in yeah. a great community, and it is all about you know helping each other. Even the big organisations help us. So I see you going far. I just hope you remember me when you become rich and famous with the Hollywood stars. I hope you remember me when you become rich and famous. More than you already are. Oh, I love interviewing people who are on the same wavelength as me. So listen, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And I would um, say to all our listeners, it's well worth having a look at your website. And if they live local to you and they want to have a chat with you over the phone or or online or meet you face-to-face, that's well worth it. And um, I know, as you say, we can do our videos ourselves, but sometimes when you're building your credibility and you've got to that certain phase in your business, you want something a little bit more professional, I highly recommend you, Nelson. I think you've got a fantastic personality, a fantastic business, and um, I hope to do a lot more work with you in the future. Well, thank you. I hope so too. You guys, you and Dave are phenomenal. Great. Aww. I can honestly say that I've not, I, my business wouldn't be where I am without you guys. So I appreciate it. Oh, you are so sweet. So listen, I'm going to finish now and say thank you for your time. Um, really appreciate it. And no doubt we'll bump into each other in the future when we're networking right. together. I hope so. 
very, very excited this evening to be interviewing a really, really, really lovely lady, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm fine. Now, I've deliberately not introduced you or your business because I like you to do the hard work. So if you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your business, I'll just sit here quietly and listen. Okay, well, thank you very much. Okay. Well, as as you said, my name is Ruby Parhart, and uh, I own a photography business named Sweet 13. And basically, Sweet 13 is a photography and PR company that builds a seamless and creative relationship between photography and public relations. So I feel that I can help people with their public images, which, whether that's personal or business. And on top of that, I also do lifestyle photography as well as event photography. And uh, my background personally is communications and public relations. So I feel that I understand the importance of imagery, professionalism, and brand value building. Wow, it sounds very, very (laughs) (laughs) well put together. So I'm trying to think how you and I met. I believe um, we were connected on Facebook in the beginning. Yes, that's right. And you came along to one of our small business community network meetings and I immediately, and it's okay for women to say this to each other, I immediately fell in love with you and wanted to take you home. (laughs) You are one of those people that just, I just look at you and know that you're so honest and so sincere and such a nice person and we've just grown our relationship ever since, haven't we? Absolutely, and I feel the same way, same way with you. The feeling's mutual. So I'm really impressed. I'm on your website now, and um, I'm really impressed. What I'd like to know is, have you always wanted to do this kind of work, even, you know, way back in high school? Well, the thing is, it's funny. I was always known as the uh, the paparazzi out of the group of my friends. <laughs> they would always be like, "Oh, you know, don't bring your camera because Ruby's gonna have it," you know. And and I I always just I just always loved taking photos. But oh. uh, I felt that when I really dived in was when I got a more professional camera, and uh, I decided, you know what, I really need to pursue this passion and and make it into something bigger, because oh. I started getting more requests to do, you know. Um, you know, being second shooter for a wedding or doing professional headshots for, for friends. And it started evolving from there. And then I realized I really, you know, need to do something with that. But but as you said, I mean, I think feel like even back in high school, I've always wanted to have a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. But I was also very um, pragmatic and professional in regards to what I wanted to do um, when I grew up. So now that I feel like I've grown up, quotation, <laughs> <laughs> big quotation, um, I feel that um, having this outlet of, of the photography side of things, as well as the PR and the communications and mm. having that synergy between two, mm. it really it really kind of involves a who I am. So I think it's a very yeah, good offering. Yes, I think the package that you're offering is absolutely fantastic. Now, would you say your target market at this point in time is primarily small businesses or do you work with small, medium and large organizations? So far, it's been small and medium, but I really have um, a soft spot for small businesses, and maybe it's because also I am, you know, you know, am a small business myself. Mm-hmm. But I feel that, um, you know, I think working with bigger companies, not that that's something I would definitely, you know, cross out. But I feel that the the passion gets diluted a little bit because mm-hmm. it's it's more, you know, from a corporate standpoint. Whereas when you're dealing with small businesses, I mean, people, they're doing it because they're passionate about what they're doing, and it's mm-hmm. just them or nothing, right? It's not mm-hmm. like they have a team of 20 people, you know, doing everything. They're the jack-of-all-trades type thing. So the passion that I feel that I would love to capture for small businesses is where my heart is at. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I've, I have, you know, luckily through the, the uh, Small Business Community Network, I really have yeah. had the opportunity to work with some of the small business right. owners and yeah. take photos for them. And, I mean, the photos just come to life. You know, they they always say you know, photos worth a thousand words. But oh, yeah. I really feel like that I that I, I capture that essence of a small business owner because they're so passionate, right? You are you are spot on. Um, do you remember when Dave and I came to interview um, all the vendors for the App Marketplace conference outside yes. Kitchener City Hall? Yes, yes. And I was a little bit nervous because I knew that I'd be interviewing um, Nelson, who was a videographer or whatever you call it and there's there's me and Dave and I knew that you were a professional so I was kind of nervous but just before oh my goodness I'm <laughs> to hear you say that you thought I was a professional but I mean all we had was like a 
camera, a tripod, and a handheld microphone. And then just opposite, a very, very well-known company, and I think you know who they are. They make um, a very nice smartphone in the Waterloo area. They started off exactly how you just explained, a very, very small business and grew and grew and grew. Yeah. Very, very successful. But there they are with all these photographers and umbrellas and lights and a really big production to make, I don't know, a new advert for this fantastic smartphone. It yeah. didn't seem as if they were having as much fun as we were with our little, you know, little yeah, bit of equipment. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. And I feel that, I mean, maybe, you know, perhaps maybe they did when they first joined that organization. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel that, I mean, the creativity gets capped yeah. when you're in a larger organization. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly why that happens, but no. I think that, you know, things get sidetracked. It becomes nine to five, and your creativity just, it literally just kind of evaporates. Uh-huh. And, and and I feel like with small businesses, that's not the case, right? So. And, I mean, I'm looking at your photos now, and I know this is just a, a small selection. I'm looking at on your website, in your gallery. Yeah. I recognize some people. I don't recognize everybody, obviously. Yeah. But it's vibrant. I mean, the pictures just pop out. I mean, everybody looks happy. Everybody looks motivated. And as you say, a picture tells a thousand words. So we know that when you're in high school, this is where you are headed. But has it been easy? I mean, have you had any challenges along the way? Well, I think um, the challenges definitely are to kind of carve out a niche, at least in, in terms of my um, my area of business, you know, with photography, because you know there is a saturation in the market of, mm-hmm. of photographers. I mean, that's something if you just Google, you know, Cambridge photographers or <laughs> Kitchener, Waterloo, London, whatever. I mean, there's there's hundreds upon hundreds. Yeah. And uh, for me, I felt that it was, you know, okay, like I know I have this passion. I know I enjoy doing it and I would love to capture people, you know, in the moment or whatever it is that's going on, whether it's an event or branding photography. But I was like, how do I get out there and create that niche, you know? So I, I did my research, I did my due diligence, and I felt that, you know what, there really isn't any anyone that's kind of servicing the small businesses in regards to their, to their PR. Mm-hmm. I mean, a small business doesn't have time to really, you know, um, you know, kind of build their brand in regards to the visual aspect, right, that, mm-hmm. that the businesses have. So I kind of started taking that on. I said, okay, you know what, let me just approach businesses. Let me do some pro bono work, you know, like let me try to get out there. And, and I did a lot of fundraisers, um, you know, locally um, or in Toronto and just, you know, started building my network. And, and I feel like at the end of the day, Linda, you know, you're the social sweetheart. Aww. At the end of the day, it really is about connections and, and you know, building those those types of um, relationships uh-huh. with people. And and now, I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously, it, it's not like an overnight success with, with anything, right? And, not, and, and I don't think anything should be. I think you no. really work hard or something. Yeah. And you really feel the appreciation once it comes to uh, to life. But mm-hmm. I feel that because of that, I mean, things are slowly, it's growing and it's word of mouth. And, and I'm realizing that, you know what, I, I'm going with my heart and following my heart and oh. realizing that this is the niche I really wanted to create. It, it's working for me. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm getting great satisfaction with the clients that I work with. I'm glad. I'm glad that this is your niche, if 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 only for a couple of years, and then you do move on. But I remember when I wanted my first professional photo for my speaking business, Motivational Steps. Yeah. I'm not going to name the company I went to, but it was an in-house photo. I went along to them. I booked it up, and I had to sit on a chair and twist my head that way and twist my head the other way. I felt so uncomfortable, and I got what I asked for. I got a corporate photo, but it did, didn't show my motivation or my bubbly nature. It, it was just, you know, me all dressed up. And I did yeah. use that photo. Yeah, I used that photo for quite some time, and then I struggled. How do I find, um, in my case, at that time, I really wanted a photographer who could show the real me? Yeah. It's difficult. And also, small businesses, as you know, sometimes no budget at all, let alone, you know, knowing how much they should pay for, for, for this. Absolutely. Yeah. I always say um, this is one of the areas where people should stretch the budget or find the money to pay for it because this is their credibility that's out there. Whether mm-hmm. you, Yeah, whether you're taking care of our PR, our photos, whatever, you're creating, aren't you, in a way, our showcase to the world? Absolutely. 
And I mean, and just with the marketplace, that conference with me being a vendor that I really appreciated being oh, a part of. You um, were wonderful. Thought, well, I just felt that, I mean, as I was saying um, in that video that you guys had, had created, that, you know, I find that with Twitter, I mean, you know, it's, I know it's just, you know, an add-on in terms of, you know, a website when you have like a link to Twitter. Mm-hmm. But people don't think about even, you know, pictures that they're maybe posting. No. On there, you know, through TwitPic or, yeah. or you know, Instagram or whatever, all these little programs that are coming up in regards to imagery. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's you know, it's a big part of of who you are online. Definitely, definitely. And I think today more than ever with social media, if you haven't got the right PR, if you haven't got the right photo, you haven't got the right package, you could lose everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I find that I mean, it's very interesting sometimes when you go to networking sessions and. You know, and, and for me, like I, I'm on LinkedIn every day, maybe maybe four or five times a day. Maybe I need, maybe I need to go seek help for that. Whole <laughs> different podcast right there. No, 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 no. <laughs> as as um Julie Howlett from LinkedIn said at the conference, you know, I mean, you've got to you've got to do it in the time basis that you think you can manage it. So if you manage it, I think you're doing a good job. Well, true. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't feel so bad and and uh, obsessed. <laughs> but I find that it's funny when I go to networking sessions and you know I I meet somebody and you know of course I mean they're jovial they're they're full of life and mm-hmm. you know and I say oh okay I'm like but you know in my back of my mind I'm thinking what well, you know I don't know how old the photo was that they yes. had yeah, their yes. picture or maybe you know they they dyed their hair and you know what that that happens right especially with women we we do we have trends we change oh and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but it's, I mean, not to say that every time you go get a haircut, you you need to update your profile. I hope not. I'm just saying, my God. Yeah, no, exactly. But but I do. I know what but you I mean. Find, but it yeah. needs to be, you know, at least uh, relatively, um, you know, often. Oh, believe me. Maybe once once every six months, every uh, three months, whatever, oh, whatever it is, right? I, I am shocked sometimes. Um, My meeting place, my second office is Williams Coffee Fresh. Um, in in the you know close to my local area, yeah. And sometimes I'll be sitting there, and it's worse if you're meeting a guy versus a woman. I'll be sitting there going, okay, I'm sure that's the guy I'm supposed to be meeting, but he doesn't look anything like his photo. So it could have been a photo from years ago where maybe he had lots of hair and now he's gone bald. Yeah, yeah. And I'm staring at these guys, thinking, no, that's not the guy walking in the door. So. What is it about your business that you like to do the most? What is the, and I, I know you love connecting with your clients and you love networking. What else is it about your business that you're really passionate about? And this may sound very cheesy, but I, I really, I really love capturing everyday things and making them look like they're extraordinary. Okay. You know, so whether that's like a cup of coffee sitting on a table, <laughs> I mean that's something we pretty much see every day or every other day, depending on if you're a coffee drinker or not. But just capturing everyday things that, I don't know, maybe sometimes people take for granted or, or what have you. There's beauty in everything, and, oh. and that's really how I see things. And, uh, I mean, my, my friends, they also call me, other than paparazzi, they always call me the fuzzy wuzzy one in the group. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I mean, there's so much beauty in life, and I just feel really blessed and, and fortunate that I, I get to capture it in the way that I, you know, love to, right? So. Now, do you find it's a hard sell? Um, I love the fuzzy wuzzy. I'm a fuzzy wuzzy too. <laughs> but in my early days, I discovered that I could be fuzzy wuzzy with some clients and it would turn other clients off. Do you find this also in in, in your business? Yes, and I and I have to say, I think that with my, my PR and communications background, um, having that background, you really need to have a sense of, you know, what people are like and, and how you can work with them and what their personalities are like. And I also have psychology as my background as well. Oh. Um, and I feel that all three of those really do uh, connect, you know, extremely closely when it comes to photography because, as you said, if you're not comfortable in front of the, the photo, like the camera, oh, yeah. I'm not going to get the real you. And if I'm, and I would never, um, you know, push on to someone and say, okay, I think you need to do this and this because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not my photo shoot, it's the person's photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So anytime I meet with someone prior to, I always have like a consultation where, I mean, it's free and we sit there and we talk. I just want to know what their goals are, what they'd like to see in the photos, um, a little bit more about themselves. Mm-hmm. And then I feel comfortable too being the photographer because it's a two-way street. I mean, if I can't feel comfortable with that person mm-hmm. knowing what they want and what they really want to transpire in the photos, then I don't feel comfortable in, in, you know, even taking on the client because I don't feel like I'm being fair to them. And also, um, I guess you have to find out in depth about who they are and what business they're in because obviously um, 
Well, you know, um, I portray a blonde, pink kind of, you know, female. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess if you put me in a kind of photo shoot where it was maybe a little bit too serious or um, not in the right setting, it wouldn't gel with my kind of business, would it? No, absolutely, and, and and that's the thing. I mean, as you said, you know, you're, that's your branding, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, from the first day I saw you, you know, you're wearing pink, and <laughs> you make that known that that is your branding, mm-hmm. and you live it. You know, so visually, like, in person and online, mm-hmm. it's consistent, and, that, and that's important. Now, what about if you have someone who's shy? Believe it or not, I don't like looking in the mirror at myself when I have my hair done. My hairdresser, Tony, who I think you've met, um, he'll say, go and have a look in the mirror in daylight. I go, no. And then (laughs) photography is the same. I don't like looking into the camera. I don't like close-ups. So how do you work with clients who are a little bit weird like me? Well, I have had a couple of clients in the past that that are shy. And you know what? That's fine because... (laughs) You know, that everyone has, you know, their own personality quirks and what have you. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is that I always say, listen, like I usually I take the photos in the person's environment, whether that's their home office or a favorite place that they like to go mm-hmm. or, um, you know, a coffee shop that they like to frequent often. I like to take pictures in environments that they're familiar with as well. Okay. And I find I always say, I'm like, listen, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not even here. Like, I'm really not. I know you'll hear the, the camera snapping and I may tell you, OK, you know, pause, don't don't move or whatever. <laughs> But, you know, just, like, just own the moment because this is your business and you've worked hard for it. Yeah. So, you know, really come out of the shell. I mean, you know, it's it's you. And I, I'm just I'm just here as a tool, but it's not about me. It's about you, right? So, yeah. and, and the, as the time goes on in the photo shoot, people really warm up. And, I mean, I've seen transformations. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen some fantastic, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I've seen some fantastic work. I can't see one person who doesn't look comfortable in, in anything you've done. So over to the PR for a moment. So what does this entail, um, really, PR? What what can you do for us? Well, I think with the PR, I mean, that's obviously, you know, it's 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 your public image, right? Mm-hmm. And it's how you how you relate to to your clients, um, you know, on a personal and professional level, especially when you're networking. And um, I feel that, you know, whether it's like a corporate event that I'm shooting or even product photography, um, you know, things that are innate, like innate objects even. Um, I feel that for me, what I bring to the table is that I'm looking at it from a point of like the whole thing is marketing to me. And it's like, you know, how how are you being portrayed um, that you feel comfortable with and that that is what your business is all about? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes like, you know, there's some websites that I go to and, you know, say, I don't know, say it's ABC Company. And, you know, you'll see a little picture, but it's like a stock image. It's something that I can tell has nothing to do with their business. It's just mm-hmm. something they downloaded. Uh-huh. And, um, and it's, you know, it's not maybe a picture of them. It's maybe just a picture of a building or something. But I feel like, okay, you know what? I, to me, that's like a big no-no. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, if we're going to do a branding session, I want to take pictures of everything about your business, whether uh-huh. that's, you know, pictures of your letterhead or business cards or something that you can put onto your website that's not just about you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's, it's, it's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's not necessarily just about doing headshots and what have you. Like sometimes, I mean, I've had previous clients where I tell them, okay, you know what, if you if you do a lot of writing and, you know, that's how you do your thought process with your clients, let's take a picture of your writing, you know. Things that people, when they see you in person, that's something that they can that they will see. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. So... Um, if there were three tips that um, you could give to our listeners, and we have quite a variety of listeners, um, what tips would they be now? It could be for someone in the same business as you or hoping to be in that business, or, or just tips generally on building a successful business as you've you know managed to do. Well, thank you very much again. <laughs> That's very kind of you and humbling that you think that. Oh, you are so sweet. <laughs> I think that, okay, so I'll break it down. So, there's the three tips and I would say that the first one I would do maybe more of a personal tip things that I've learned like you know in in the years that I that'd be great so I feel that I know we're always at least me I feel like sometimes I can uh, question myself you know I always wonder I'm like well can I do this or am I going to be able to you know pull through or you know am I biting off more than I can chew type thing Mm -hmm. and what I always tell myself is okay listen everyone is in the same boat like, you know, everyone has good days, everyone has bad days. So 
try to make a goal, like list everything down, don't get overwhelmed, write everything down in terms of what goals you want to, you know, accomplish, whether that's in a week or within a month or within a year. But make them, you know, make them realistic mm-hmm. and, and be aware of that and say, you know what, just and then kind of do a reflection on what you've accomplished already. And to have a good support group, I find. Like my friends and family are super supportive mm-hmm. of me that I, even if I'm kind of, you know, waning in my own um, confidence, they always just pull me right back in. And then mm-hmm. I always look through my goals, right? And say, okay, yeah. you know what, I'm achieving them. Or Ooh, I can cross one out now, you know, that oh, type of thing. That's a great tip. And then I think the second one um, more so is like from the business aspect is, um, you know, just to, as I said, like kind of ties in with number one is, you know, don't waver in confidence because I find that clients can see that. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, and we're all human. I mean, I understand that maybe for me, especially now, for instance, as you said, I've had some shy clients. If I'm showing that I'm wavering, I mean, God knows what they're going to be thinking too, right? I mean, then you have two shy people. You don't, you don't want a shy photographer, right? Trust me, your photos will not come out good. But, but, I, but I think that when, when you, you know, it's like, you know, like kind of like fake it till you make it. It's like just make it from the get-go, you know? Yeah. Just, just you know who you are and, and to have that confidence and, and don't let that show, um, in, you know, on, in a bad light to mm-hmm. your clients because I think that that perpetuates your, your feelings and how you're perceived even further. And okay. that kind of ties into the PR, right? Yeah, that's another good tip. And then I think the third one is, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's just business. Don't take anything personal. Mm-hmm. And and just have fun with it. Don't don't forget why you got into what you're doing. Mm. Don't don't lose sight of that. I mean, to, you know, to work nine to five corporate or whatever it is that people have done prior to getting into the positions that they are, um, if they've had that transition, Remember why you even took that jump and that leap of faith. There's yeah. a reason why you did it, right? So so it's always just, you know, just have fun with it. I, I like the don't take it personal because I must admit I've had a few incidents <laughs> with my um, both of my business, Motivational Steps and the SBCN, where um, people have been, say, mean to me or, or rude to me or even I've found out, you know, they've said stuff about me to someone else. And in my early days, I did take it to heart. So I've got a, a tender heart. And my husband said to me, Dave, sweetheart, if people are talking about you, that means they're noticing you. Yeah. Or if someone said you didn't do something right, it's a learning experience, so you have to do better next time. And I, I never toughen up. I'm never going to be a tough person. But I've realized that I have to move on and not worry, really. And like you said, don't take it personally. If I was a celebrity and I was always in the newspapers, <laughs> I don't know how I would cope. So, I know. yeah, th- those are three fantastic tips. Well, now, thank you. If I were to ask you what you think you're going to be doing in five years' time, I'm guessing you do have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big guess. <laughs> uh, do, I, do I have another 20 minutes so I can break down a plan? <laughs> no, it's okay. I have, this, um, I have this response from everybody. So what would you like to be doing in five years' time? Well, I think in five years' time, I mean, obviously, first and foremost, I, I you know, want to make sure that I remain happy and healthy. Um, but in terms of, you know, being happy, I, I just, I don't need to have a big house. I don't need to have, you know, oh. a car made out of gold or whatever. I just want to be able to remain um, passionate about the things that I enjoy. And so if, you know, going along with my heart, as I said, you know, pursuing Sweet 13 and really building my clientship and, and building those relationships with people, if I can keep pursuing that and it mm-hmm. allows me to sustain this full time, mm-hmm. because currently it is part time, mm-hmm. um, you know, business that I do run, uh, that would be, that would be, you know, put me like over the moon to be able to do that. So. And you deserve it, I think, more than anyone I've met for a long time. And it definitely is hard work when you are building your success as you are, building your business, doing all the network you're doing. And you say you're only doing it part-time, but I know you. You're doing it 24-7 in between. (laughs) I'm just trying to be humble and modest. (laughs) That's okay. I I have to say, I owe you um, a LinkedIn recommendation. I will get on that in the morning. Thank you so much. I'm honored. Thank you. Seriously, no, I don't give my recommendations out on LinkedIn, you know, like candy. It's not, you give me one, I'll give you one. I really think 
Yeah, I really, really, it, as you know, we've been out, um, out of the country, so basically I will get on that tomorrow, but I would highly recommend you, Ruby. So Thank what you I want so you to do, <laughs> this is a, a love fest. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know what my fiancé is going to think. The <laughs> thing is, <laughs> if more people were like us, and I think we have a mutual respect, we, we definitely like each other, and I think if more people were like us, the world would be a nicer place. I, I agree. I think today as well, in big business, small business, whatever business, sometimes people are too, well, I'm shy, but I do, as you know, share my feelings. Um, if you feel something good, share it. If you feel something yeah. bad, share it and tell why you're sharing it. But basically, I don't know, I think you and I, when we walk into a room, we do create a warm, fuzzy feeling, and that's good for everyone. Yeah, no, and I and that's the thing. I mean, as I said, I, 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 I like environments like that. Mm-hmm. So if I tend to be in an environment where it's not, not that I want it to be a complete love fest and completely fuzzy wuzzy, but I feel that I, I feel that, that those are, um, those are, I guess, emotions that people are comfortable with. People will come to you. Part, I, I've you know, noticed people come to you. Yeah, people will gather around you at networking events. I've seen them. You, yeah, you, and I, yeah, you, you. In- you encourage them without actually doing anything. I have to tell you a funny story. Many, many, many years ago, I was actually offered a ride to a networking event out of town. And I know I'm shy, but I felt so alone at this networking event. It was a, a, a women's networking event. There were only women there. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. But um, there was no welcome as soon as I got there. Whoever was running it, and I really can't remember who they were now, but they didn't welcome me, and I wanted to be made to feel at home. And there was no one there like you or me to kind of take me under the wing. Yeah, yeah. I felt so alone, and I felt so cold and unwanted. I was such a baby. I phoned Dave. My husband said, please come and pick me up. Aww. I have never done that since, and I'll never do it again. I've toughened up. But my point is this. You've been to the SBC networking events, and I've been to events where I've seen you. And I think... If we saw someone in that position, we would make them feel welcome, whether it was our events or not, wouldn't we? Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's it's a law of attraction, right, too? I yeah. Mean, I'm a yeah. believer of that. And uh, and that's the thing. I mean, do unto others that you would want on yourself, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I would want someone to, to come up to me and say, hey, how are you? Oh, God, I'm, I'm telling you, I feel such a fool now talking about it. And this is why we tried with the SBCN to create a safe, friendly, warm environment that's still business-like. Oh, absolutely. And that I think it's a... It's a fine line, and mm-hmm. it can be hard to achieve, but mm-hmm. every single meeting I've been to, it's been achieved and then some. Like, oh, it, it really has been, and I think that's why they're very successful, and even when new members come in, they're really wowed, oh. including me, oh. <laughs> before I joined. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to do now, I want to share with our listeners, first of all, your website, how they can contact you, um, any information you want to share now, I'd love you to share it with us. All right. Well, thank you. Well, my website is www.sweet13.ca, and sweet is spell, spelled as in S-U-I-T-E, mm-hmm. 13. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Like once you're on the website, I have a um, Facebook page as well. Um, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, everything is on my website there, all the links to those um, additional social media platforms. That's wonderful. I have a question. Here I am again, Dozy Blonde. Why did you Why did you choose that business name? I've never thought to ask you before. No, no, it's uh, it's it's kind of funny. I mean, I used to have a blog with the name Sweet Thirteen, and the reason why I have the number thirteen is numerology wise, it's been a reoccurring number in my life, and oh. it's always brought me good luck. And my birthday is on the thirteenth. Oh. And uh, in my culture, I was actually born on the day that usually Indian. Because my background is Indian, uh-huh. uh, India, I should say, and uh, I was born on a day where they celebrate the birth of boys. <laughs> oh, so because you know traditionally, I mean, things have definitely changed in India like over the last thirty years. But yeah, uh, but when I was born, they were like, "Whoa, she's going to be trouble, right?" Because women <laughs> are being born on a day like that. But um, but it's just been something I've noticed. It's just reoccurring, and and I I really wanted to have that incorporated because that's who I I feel that's a big part of who I am. That's amazing because yeah. a lot of people think thirteen is an unlucky number, don't they? Yeah. So, and uh, and I feel that with the word sweet, and you know, it's kind of a play on sweet sixteen, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but sweet, you know, instead of having it kind of more like as a room, mm-hmm. um, an area that you can be creative, a room that you can kind of be yourself, and That's it's clever. Like, it's my it's my creative 
it's my creative space that I like yeah. to create and that I would love clients to kind of come in with me, right? So. That is very clever. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I have to say thank you a couple of times. First of all, um, for taking such fantastic photos of the um, attendees at the App Marketplace Conference. Oh, Absolutely fantastic. We have them, I believe, Dave has put them out for everyone to see, and I'm trying to think the name of that place he's put them on. Obviously, the SBCN website, but there's somewhere else, and my brain's gone. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We will definitely recommend you. Um, We think you're absolutely fabulous, and we want to do some more work with you in 2012, obviously. Um, And I want to thank you for your time tonight because I know we're all busy and basically taking half hour of your time, time is money. So again, we'll say thank you. This is a great way to celebrate our 100th one, having two of my most favorite people to interview. And um, if we can help you in the future, we will. And until then, um, have a good evening and we'll see you soon. All right. Yes, likewise, same to you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's been a pleasure. Okay, take care, Ruby. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.